is a big deal movie. This is a big deal movie. <laughs> I like that. I like that. This out of all the yes. movies we've shown him so far, this is the one that he's like, "Oh, I've heard of this." I'm one. Kind of it's shocked big... that I haven't seen it. I hear that sometimes from him, though. Like this. Oh, I, I know lines from this. I know scenes from this. So, hi, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Have you guys seen Who Framed Roger Rabbit? Nope. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's been a long time, but I, yes. I watched it pretty recently, probably a year and a half, two years ago. Okay. When it, it was on Netflix. Really good. It holds up. Nice. Um, good to know. Ooh, all right. Josh, what do you think? What do you think it's going to be about? I'm, I'm betting it's about someone framing the cartoon character Roger Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know or, that it's... Uh, I have no idea. Murder, <laughs> probably. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh. Okay. I just, I, I'm pretty sure this movie's R-rated, I think... Maybe not. R-rated. Okay. PG-13. It's kids. It's based Christian off characters. a book which I haven't read, but I'll do some research while we're watching it, see how like gritty it is compared to yeah. the movie make. I know it's Space Jammy and that there's like real people and cartoon characters. Space Jammy. Okay. Did you ever see Cool World with Brad Pitt? Oh, no. <laughs> that's Is that your theme? That no. <laughs> yeah, I have I have tunes mixed with real people as my theme for this uh, uh-huh. list. So it's Space Jam, Cool World, this and that. And the Looney Tunes movies. Oh, I don't want to watch those. With like Brendan Fraser and shit. Oh wait, I like Looney Tunes more than Muppets. Okay, okay. Um yeah, we're going to get to it. We're going to watch some Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Are there any returning guests? Have we seen Ben Kingsley in anything we watched? Uh, no. What no. about Christopher Lloyd? <sighs> no. Bob Hopkins? Bob Hoskins. Hoskins. Who did I say first? Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins. No. Uh, we haven't seen anything with him in it. We haven't watched the Super Mario Brothers movie. Uh, All right. Or Hook. Which, Which, I want to hear honestly, a little more of your, uh, your plot. Um, like, what do you think he's framed for? What could a cartoon do that would warrant a movie based on Like, what framing? kind of movie do you think this is? I assume it's like a... Oh, God. Hmm. I'm assuming it's a mystery. Cause it's a nail-biting it's thriller? Like, God super gritty nail-biting no, thriller? No, it's like a mystery, like, maybe some thriller elements in it. Ooh, uh... Time, the, the question is time setting. The real question is is like how does cartoon interact with real world? Like how does it get involved with real world stuff? Is it like space and where you know they take Michael Jordan like it's into separate entities land? until yeah. they yeah. cross over? Is it combined? You know, from the get go, mm-hmm. who knows? I'm under the impression that it's combined from the get go, but maybe because this came this is way before Space Jam, right? Yes, yeah. So this was before Cool World too, which is a Space Jam scenario. They probably so would be separated because it'd be weird to. You know, have this established setting where these cartoons exist in the real world. Shut up. This movie was came out in 1988. And what's mm-hmm. it rated? Probably PG-13. Um, that's probably before there was a PG-13. Okay. Quick well, question. Rated now. If the world rated PG. If the okay. worlds okay. are separated, hmm. how do you frame a cartoon for murder or crime? Any? Well, I mean, you said murder, right? Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's another cartoon. How do you frame a cartoon? Like, I guess you're you're right. Maybe they are crossed over from. Oh, I gave too much away. No, I just wanted to know. That what makes kind sense. Of, <laughs> like you draw Batman punching someone in of comic book. Well, no, I think I don't I think a person got murdered. Oh, I by a cartoon? Yes. Ooh. Well, no, but they got framed for it. Though. <laughs> uh, all right, here we go. Frame Roger. 
All right, we're back, just having watched Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, first impressions. Hold up, you think? Yeah. Uh, yeah, hold up. <laughs> well, for you, you've seen it before. Mm -hmm. wait, 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 Josh, what do you think? I thought it was good. Nice. I'm kind of surprised there's sequels. I mean, it makes sense there isn't, but it seems like... This was back in the time where people could make a movie and then you left it alone. Did it, is that, was that a thing, or did it just not do all originally? It's like oh, no, it did well. Okay. Yeah, I'm sure it was a success. I mean, I grew up watching it. We had it on VHS. Mm -hmm. uh, never had it on DVD. <laughs> was this a staple in your home, Justin? Uh, no. I liked it, but none of my family did. Oh, no? Uh, They're not into this kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay. It's pretty adult weird. for a PG. It was too weird for them. Yeah, but it was made in 88. It was a different time. Yeah, yeah. PG-13 didn't exist. I think mm -hmm. it did. Gremlins was the first one that really took PG-13. That I feel like that's before 88. Like 84 or 85 or something. I mean, you have a magic... It's right there. Oh, I'm, I know. I'm looking at trivia about this movie. <laughs> um... <laughs> But uh, no, I'm not going to go through trivia yet. Uh, I am interested in reading the novelization. I want to know... Who censored Roger Rabbit? Who censored Roger Rabbit? It's a, what the movie was based on. Do you think he of? had a really angry blog about women? <laughs> <laughs> totally uh, different story. Racist. Oh, yeah. Those fucking humans. Fucking super racist. <laughs> With their need to eat and breathe and not have pianos fall on their heads. So this is a world, like you said... Or like we said in the beginning, you guessed, Josh. Uh, humans and toons kind of live side by side. But there is a separate world. Where the toons It's come just from? like they, they all... A separate town. Yeah. yeah. Connected to Hollywood. Loosely Hollywood. I think it's a sort of fictionalized version. Mm -hmm. It's the late 1940s. Um, it's film noir, for sure. Yes. That's what I like about it. Yeah. Because it is actually like a pretty decent noir film on top of being like a super zany, goofy movie. Mm-hmm. You got a lot of good uh, physical comedy with the tune side, and then you have some like real gritty material with like the cop noir drama, the stereotypical like washed up drunk detective. Just, it's, it is like the music and the... The color palette and, like, setting of, like, the real world was, like, most other noir movies. Yeah. Except um, for whenever cartoons were around. But which was, one like, thing the I stark liked, contrast, which I think was the point. It, I, I see some similarities here to, like, Cyberpunk 2077. Uh, how they were talking about you can make a good noir and have daytime scenes. Mm -hmm. This definitely had those. Some noirs you only get nighttime. Right. But, but it was still, like, kind of dingy and... Oh, no, it was bright and sunny, I thought. Like, the Hollywood scenes during the day? Yeah, but they're... Uh, no, I, I get it. It's it's definitely old-timey. Uh, we got a lot of really cool old cars driving around. Um, so, this movie starts with a cartoon. A full-on yeah. cartoon. Mm -hmm. And it's kind of a Tom and Jerry play. It's they weren't there. Never saw them. Who? Yeah. Tom, Tom and Jerry? Jerry. Oh. oh, okay. Uh, but... It's a baby, baby Herman. Who knows? They might have been running around in one of those shots with a bunch of tunes running around. So many tunes. There's a lot. Baby Herman, who is actually a gruff old man character when he's not he's performing. 50. He's the libido of a 50-year-old. I don't know. And the dink of a 
three-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> a three-month-old. <laughs> he likes crying and cigars. Yeah. He could, he could run for president. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, him and Roger are doing a kitchen scene together where Roger's a babysitter for one of these moms where you only see the ankles down. Yeah. Or, like, the knees down. Like Tom and Jerry. Or uh, Muppet Babies was another really popular one. And it's what are you talking about? Was... You saw Granny all the time in Muppet Babies. What? Oh, wait, no, I'm thinking... No, you didn't. Unless I come from no. an alternate universe. You only saw dress, like, knees down, mm-hmm. Muppet Babies. Um, but it's a kitchen scene. The babies, Baby Herman's trying to get to these cookies, and Roger's trying to be a good babysitter for some reason. It's just a skit. And uh, it goes right. It's pretty good. It was really good. But I wondered how they were filming some of their shots. Because there's a scene where he's whipping around the kitchen, flying around, and it's an elongated kitchen. Well, that was just a cartoon. And then they cut to real life <laughs> after the fridge falls on him, and you see a camera on a dolly. You can immediately see whenever it was just fully animated and when it cut yeah. to being real life. Do you think some of the camera angles were done by cartoon cameras to get like the nice flying and sh- shots and stuff? But I don't think that part was that part was just fully animated. Yeah. yeah, but they were filming the whole thing. They were, because they had real-life cameras. I'm saying, I bet there's cartoon cameras, too. Sure. Yeah, and they just, like, In the world together. of this, yes. Yeah. There's cartoon guns and bullets. There's cartoon everything, but there's also a lot of real guns and bullets. Uh, and cartoons with them, which, yeah. by the way, a pretty, like... Jarring like scene. Like, jarring scene to see a cartoon walk around waving a fucking, like, uh, Uzi or whatever yeah, the fuck. I'm just like, whoa, gun, yeah. he's got a real fucking gun. <laughs> <laughs> so, after this scene, uh, we see Roger, and he's like, oh, shit, I can't, I can't do it. I can't make stars above my head when I get hit. And it's like, oh, wow, director, you that particular, you don't want little birds around his head, you need stars. Mm-hmm. Um... And you were right. It's a murder. He gets framed for. Well, he's upset because he can't perform and make the stars because he's upset that his he, he thinks his wife's stepping out on him. Yeah, playing patty cake with uh, Mr. Ackerman. And his wife is Jessica Rabbit. Mm-hmm. Who, who Josh, like, the only character Josh knew of. How'd you know about Jessica I knew, Rabbit? I knew of all the characters in that. Yeah. Like, I'd seen a bunch of scenes from uh, okay. Oh, okay. Cool. Um, it wasn't one of those ads on the side, like no. you want to see Jessica <laughs> no. Click here. I've seen those ads. <laughs> um, you want to last five minutes in Toontown? <laughs> <laughs> but she's an animated human, humanoid. She's <laughs> one of the only humans. Yeah, uh, quote unquote human. Oh, her proportions are preposterous. <laughs> but that's not her fault. I know, it's, she was drunk. it's not her it's fault. It's a very good commentary on how like we objectify and sexualize women. Because she like she's like, I never asked for this. this I, I want Roger. And she got framed because she was playing patty cake with uh, Acme. What do you guys think of Acme? He's a weird guy. Yeah, but he was not the bad guy. Oh, I know. Right? Uh, it was... Because she was... She knew that... Bob Hoskins was coming, mm-hmm. and she, she was, like set oh, up to play patty pat patty cake by the first maroon. guy. Yeah, by the first guy who was like, "Hey, go do this, or I'm gonna fire your husband." Okay, but I want to get back to Acme because yeah. he builds all the 
props and stuff for Toontown. So does he work in like a, a cartoon manufacturing plant, a real manufacturing plant? <laughs> like the anvils he makes, do they go through a portal that turn into cartoon? I don't is know. that how Jessica Rabbit is he the was one made? who is he the one who makes all the cartoons? He might be. Because he owns Toontown. Yeah. We, uh, we who meet... else could own Toontown but the guy who drew it? He's playing patty cake with Jessica Rabbit, which at first is like a super strong innuendo for sex. Yes. And then we see the pictures Bob Hoskins take and develop, and they're actually playing patty cake. And it's fun because Roger's flipping through them, and it's almost like a slideshow. Mm-hmm. Um, he's freaking out as though he's looking at pictures of them having sex. And we, uh, we see Roger take his first drink in this scene. He's like, oh, they're like, oh, you gotta calm down. It's not the end of the world. And he has some whiskey, which causes him to go bonkers. He hits the ceiling, flies it Turns into, like, a, an air horn or Breaks whatever. Breaks all the fucking glass in this room, which sucks, because it's this guy, like, studio executive's office. Yeah, fuck that guy. Yeah, he's an asshole. <laughs> uh, Bob Hoskins, is, like, hits the floor... And, uh, the first time we see Bob Hoskins is he's showing up for this job at the end of the uh, Roger screwing up his lines. Mm-hmm. He's the private detective that's getting hired. The dick. Uh, he's getting hired by the owner of... Maroon. Yeah, Maroon. The owner of Maroon Studios to find out what's going on with Jessica. Yeah. He's the setup. He's a fall guy. Yeah. And um, what's, uh, what was... What was Bob Hoskins' character's name? Um, <laughs> Valiant. Valiant. Mm-hmm. Eddie Valiant. Because it was the Valiant Brothers Detective Agency until his brother died, Luigi. <laughs> yes, he hates cartoons. Because a cartoon killed his brother, mm-hmm. dropped a safe or a piano right on his head. Right. Um, he is a lush in this movie. Like, every time we see Bob Hoskins, he's pulling out He has a, a holster for his flask. Like a gun holster under his arm. He's all day. At least he's not driving around. There's a lot of good public transpo, the red line, which we'll get back to. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, he's drinking on the job. He's drinking at work. He's going to the bar and having, like, three fingers of whiskey. You think that's what it's going to be like whenever there's just, like, nobody drives anymore and it's all... Uh, Automated stuff. Automated stuff. Everybody's just going to be drunk all the time if they're not working. I, I mean, <laughs> if you're going to be, you are already, I think. You, I guess that's You probably true. won't tone it back too much. Yeah. But uh, at least you won't be driving, I guess. I want a fucking automated car that's this taxi. I think it's fun. Mm-hmm. It's real tiny, but you get in it and it drives you. It I feel like it could get bigger as it needed to. Yeah. All the cartoons <laughs> can... Sort of morph and change their shape in this. It's almost like they're cartoons. Mm-hmm. Exactly. And when you're in cartoon world, you can morph and change your shape. Yeah. We'll get to that. I okay. So every time <laughs> I watch this, that's something I forget. Kitty goes to cartoon world. Mm-hmm. Because it's brief and it's real weird. <laughs> and it doesn't seem like you can die there. No. Which is cool. Why don't more people hang out in two? But worlds? I think that's where his brother died. Okay, but we have a lot of tunes because the they real worked world. in Toon. Like they knew him in Toontown because oh, yeah. he used to go there all the time. He used to solve Toon cases, which I don't know what's going on in Toontown that needs detectives. He <laughs> cleared Goofy of spy charges. You're right. They're the ones that cleared Goofy of spy charges. <laughs> You're. I'm not a communist. <laughs> it is surprising there's not more people there though. Yes. <laughs> you think like half the United States would be? If they knew about it. Yeah. 
Because there's tunes in People World all over. <laughs> you the mean place. a magical yeah. world? It seems like there were no humans there. Yeah, there None. Everybody fucking hates Toontown, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Maybe it's a trade secret. And nobody outside of LA knows about it. Oh, like nobody knows. But still, there was real. nobody there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nobody who lives in LA yeah. was there. Or no, like nobody. And all you have to do is drive through that bridge, that tunnel. Maybe you can't go there unless you're like a private detective. <laughs> he had to show his badge. No, it's yeah. just fucking trees when he goes there. They were so welcoming. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> they had a song. They knew his name. <laughs> that, they do that for everybody. <laughs> um, yeah, so uh, I like this bar they hang out at. It's above like a railway the strictly station. strictly humans bar? Mm-hmm. Well, it didn't say that. There was no sign that made it. Clear. Oh, you're talking about the one his girl, his girlfriend works. Yeah, at. okay. Yeah. I just thought you were talking about the one that uh, Jessica Rabbit was singing at. No, that was fun too. <laughs> I was talking about the one above the railway right. station. This is sort of like uh, just a really small bar that looks out over. We already established this was a noir, so there are several bars. Yes, <laughs> uh, which also have secret back rooms, places to hide, old speakeasy kind of stuff. The bar you're referring to is awesome. He knocks on a door and it's like a uh, poker night at the inventory. Yeah, it's guarded by the giant gorilla. A cartoon giant gorilla. <laughs> he opens the door and he goes in and it's this huge... Um, Which, by the way... Theater. If cartoons can do, like, just, like, like what if... Is, is uh, Christopher Lloyd's character, like, the first and only, like, bad rogue tune? No, he's not, because those fucking weasels were probably killing people left and right. Well, that's why Bob Hoskins <laughs> and his brother Valiant were solving cases in Toon because there's obviously bad tunes. This is the late 1940s, early 1950s. We've had Toon oh, World God. War II. There were like, tunes bad, that bad didn't tunes come back to terrifying. America. Yeah. Like, because they're just going to go on a fucking rampage, and there's, like, nothing anybody can do to stop them. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Some real bad villains joined, like, the Axes during World War II. <laughs> Things got scary. But Skeletor was like, no, fuck that, I'll stay on the Allies. <laughs> Check down He-Man. Oh, wait. <laughs> oh, yeah. Big blonde-haired, blue-eyed He-Man. <laughs> uh... Uh, this bar has a giant theater, and I love this scene. This might be my favorite scene in the movie, because Donald Duck and Daffy Duck are on dueling pianos, yeah, yeah. and like Daffy's got a white piano, Donald's got a black one to kind of contrast them. Dueling They're switching pianos. back and forth, and of course it turns in, it turns from music to an all-out cartoon brawl, yeah, and it's it's pretty sick. Uh, meanwhile, there's these tiny cartoon penguins that are the waiters. <laughs> I love that. I'd go to that bar. <laughs> Uh, Betty Boop's walking around. We get a we get several classic tune cameos. Mm-hmm. Some have speaking lines. Some don't. Uh, Mickey the, and Bugs talk to him. Yeah, Mickey has a couple speaking. Most lines. of them were when he went to Toontown. There's a thousand Mickeys in that one shot when he's <laughs> driving through was. Toontown. I don't know what's up with that. There's a, you look over and there's a field of Mickey mice <laughs> running. <laughs> And then they just devour a cow. Oh, these like, children. <laughs> down to bones. Yeah, he's been a celebrity for a century. Of course he has thousands of illegitimate Mickey children. Uh, yeah, we do see, we see like Goofy. We see uh, 
Porky Pig later, he ends the movie with a That's All Folks. Do we ever actually see Goofy, or do we just watch the cartoon with Goofy in it? Oh, good point, because there's a theater later where they're like trying to hide out, and they're watching a little Goofy film. Hmm. And Roger really loves him. We haven't talked about Roger much at all. Roger is fun. He's his own character. Really, he, he's not an he's imitation. He's not really like, an, a, a, like what, what cartoon is he like? No, that's what I'm he's saying. He's not really like Bugs Bunny. I like it because he's his own. He's not an imitation of another cartoon. He could have... He's like an amalgamation almost. I gotta look this up if he had his own... He seems own. pretty generic to me. Like, he didn't have much character. If he had his own... I wonder if they had a television series. Like, for the movie being named, I'm like, he's not really in a lot of it, and... You know, he's just kind of a plot device. You'd think it would be more buddy cop, right? It was. It's It's billed as that, basically. But, like, they were all, like, one scene. They do that driving scene. They were in a a lot of scenes together. But they weren't doing, like, buddy cop stuff most of the time. Like, he was in a sink for one scene, and then a back room, and then they did the driving scene together, and then he gets knocked out for, like... The rest of the movie, pretty much. Uh, and then he gets tied 15 up. minutes, yeah. There's a scene where they get handcuffed together and they gotta go, and that's kind of funny. I guess there's a scene where they go to the movie. Yeah. He pulls out of the handcuffs and he's like, could you have done that any time? It's the movie. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, no, I can only do it when it's funny. Um, there was a TV special behind Toontown or whatever, and it was to promote the movie in 1988. Mm-hmm. That There was no cartoon, which I'm surprised. You have a lot of characters that could interact with other ones. Holy crap, it must have cost a lot to get some of these the characters. and stuff. To both Warner Brothers and Disney and... You know what? I didn't see any Hanna-Barbera. I bet no, Christopher Lloyd no, was no, fucking Fred Flintstone. No Flintstone. He was Fred Flintstone. Or Yogi Bear. Or Yogi Bears. Mm-hmm. That's okay. I was never a huge Hanna-Barbera fan. Uh, they were the low... Like... I... Yeah, I, I much like the prefer, Flintstones. Fine. I much prefer uh, Looney Tunes. And Looney Tunes is a good one. There's some good newer Scooby Doo stuff. Oh yeah, yeah. I always like the movies, the cartoon movies. They hold up. Uh, have you ever seen the one? Have you seen of those? Have you seen, uh, have you seen the cartoon movie <laughs> where they uh, they where Scooby, Scrappy, and Shaggy run like a ghoul school for the. Uh, uh, off little girl offsprings of like yeah. classic monsters. Wow! <laughs> Scooby Doo in the Ghoul School. Yeah. Scooby Doo and is it what's that Bratz spinoff? Is that Monsters Monster <laughs> High? Oh, it's way before all that became <laughs> popular. I've seen the one where they go to Salem and interact with the witches. That one's pretty good. Um, but yeah, uh, no Hanna Barbera. When I was a kid, we used to go to an amusement park uh, and. You know how every amusement park or most of them have the rights to something? Mm-hmm. Like, you'll go to Universal Studios and it'll have all those rights, or you go... We have Looney Tunes at the ones here. What? At Cliffs. Oh, okay. But uh, Looney Tunes are mostly at Six Flags, if those are still around. They owned a we lot have of some Marvel stuff Warner Brothers too, cartoons. Okay. That stuff's all at Disney, and I think it might be at Universal, but whatever. We used to go to this one that had a Hanna-Barbera land. Nice. And you would not recognize 65% of those characters. It's like, who the fuck's that pink bear with a rhino fat friend? Like, <laughs> those are some old-timey cartoons. Mm-hmm. Uh, so we get... Um, 
We don't get any Roadrunner or Wile E. Coyote, which are some of my favorite. Right. They talk about Acme a lot, mm-hmm. which I think is where that was most prominent. We get one Yosemite Sam moment where his ass is on fire. Mm-hmm. And the gun was given to him by Yosemite Sam. Was it? Did yeah. It, say, yeah, it said, it the said there was a note that was like, okay. thanks for something. Ooh, that's Yosemite a good Easter egg. But he just threw it away. <laughs> <laughs> fucking ham- fucking Valiant is a dick. <laughs> I mean... Damn. <laughs> he is. He's a private detective. He's also an asshole. Mm-hmm. Which is another term for private detective. No. <laughs> uh, Roger is uh, hit on the head with a frying pan by Jessica Rabbit. Once everything's hit in the fan, the weasels have found him. Uh, Christopher Lloyd has shown up as a really scary character. They were all scary, man. Yeah. Oh, okay. So the weasels, weasels were like these remind me of like uh, this was a '90s thing almost, where you had individual colors and tight, like very specific characteristics to your goons. Yet like, no personality to most of them. One's in a straight jacket <laughs> with One of them a straight razor. Mm-hmm. Yeah, has like eight cigarettes, and he's like a dark navy blue, and he's always misty. I like that one. He looks really cool. One's green in a zoot suit, and he's got. Uh, what's that knife that pops out? Switchblade. Switchblade, yeah. yeah. There's the big dumb one with the bat. He's got the, like, a baseball hat with a pinwheel on mm-hmm. the top, and it's a bat with a nail through it. That's dirty. You get hit with that thing, you get toon tetanus. God, you just imagine getting mugged by a gang of toons. Toon weasels? Toon that are weasels half your size. They're half your size. They comp you with fucking knife, and they, like, just wreck your shit and half the time with stuff. real guns yeah. yeah most of the time they're pulling two knives on you which cut deep but then they're pulling real guns it's <laughs> terrifying <laughs> and how can no one see this Christopher Lloyd's walking around being like judge jury and executioner oh uh, whenever he melted that shoe oh so he's got just the in dip. front of everybody uh-huh. and everybody's just like dear even even Bob Hoskins character who is like I fucking hate cartoons was just like fighting back, wanting to throw up. Yeah. I, w- it- I wonder if that scene got rewritten all Like, okay, we have to kill a cartoon, but it can't be, like, humanoid. Yeah. Right? As, as the a, first draft was, to be the first draft was yeah. Mickey. Yeah. <laughs> it's a heavy hitter. It, it's in like, the book, they okay, killed can Mickey. We, can we kill a shoe? <laughs> like, I, I guess... You call up Disney. Imagine that phone call. <laughs> Can we kill Mickey? <laughs> Can we have him in our movie? Well, that's going to cost you. Can we kill yeah. him? The phone line just goes dead. Because <laughs> they killed one of the weasels. Helicopters outside. <laughs> okay, so there's one way to kill Toons, which is to put him in the dip. It's acetone, benzene, and a third chemical, which I don't remember. Which they at first say was the first discovered way to kill a tune. Because whenever they first introduce it and he kills the shoe, they're like, Whoa. everybody used to say that you couldn't kill a toon. Well, I but Toon found a way. Mm-hmm. He calls it the dip. The dip. It's nasty. It's like vile green with hot uh, yellow foam on top. Oh, it's so gross. And uh, yeah, later he kills the weasels through laughter. But my theory is that's just a toon mechanic of theirs. And they have like a respawn time. Before yeah. they can come back to their bodies. And and uh, the joke that uh, you pointed out earlier on when Roger escaped the handcuffs, he's like, you could do that the whole time. He's like, no, only when it was funny. Yeah. yeah that and was really so, good. <laughs> I just imagine <laughs> that 
they live in a world that's dictated by like they have to do Cartoon whatever project. is the funniest. You have to stay in character. <laughs> well, it's not even character; it's you. Yeah, it's just how they live. No, but like he wasn't doing a joke; like he literally couldn't yes. escape yeah. until it was funny. <laughs> Well, yeah, because we saw a valiant get affected by the elevator. Uh-huh. He got squished down and then thrown up into the ceiling. That was what Droopy Dog was in the elevator. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I think Looney Tunes is... Or Droopy Dog is Looney Tunes. <clears throat> Not sure, yes. though. Uh, so, Roger gets kidnapped when the shit starts to hit the fan. And taken to Toontown, Valiant follows him there. And we get a really strange scene where he sees what he thinks is Jessica Rabbit in one of the rooms... But it turns out to be this Tennessee Williams, like, just super, super horny. ugly girl. Yeah, the, it doesn't come from anything. She's the second humanoid. So there might be a bunch of them. Like, We've seen some humanoid ones. We saw you Betty Boop was in it. We oh, saw Betty, Betty Boop. Boop. Yeah, okay. Uh, don't see any of the Archie characters or comics or anything. No. We're not it's in mostly River- Looney Tunes. We're not in Disney. Or uh, Sabrina. Yeah. Have you seen any of that yet? No, not yet. It's pretty okay. It's worth. It's okay. better than Riverdale. I can't watch Riverdale. Yeah. It's garbage. Hot garbage. Uh, hot garbage. <laughs> <laughs> the lighting's pretty, and that's it. And the people. Yeah, but garbage. <laughs> um, yeah. So they go to town. That's a quick scene. We see both Mickey and Bugs in the same scene, which whoo, that costs you. Yeah, <laughs> like to have yeah, those Mickey two and Bugs bantering with each other oh dr- how much does that cell worth <laughs> the cell of animation shows mickey and bugs on the same like mylar Ooh, I don't, this much has taken a lot of convincing yeah. to do because even in movies like we mentioned before space jam it was one property right uh the only other crossover property this ambitious i can think of is that uh, anti-drug PSA cartoon All-Stars from the 90s. Did you see yeah. that? No. We might watch that one time for like a special, I don't know, 420 episode or something. <laughs> you got you got, you got, got Bugs, Ninja Turtles, fucking wow. like Muppet Everything. Babies are Elf. in it. Yeah. Why? And, and they're all trying to convince this kid not to smoke pot in the park. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> there's time travel. There's a pot monster. <laughs> Garfield's in it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, we'll watch that sometime. Yeah. Uh, that's that's kind of like this one, though. That's the only other one I can think of that has everybody in it. Right. This is an ambitious crossover. Couldn't do that nowadays. No. No, it costs way too much. And yeah. The director. Though, I don't think companies will let you do it. Like, the director, though. This is Robert Zemeckis. Robert Zemeckis. We haven't talked about this yet. Uh, he did the Back to the Future trilogy. Huh. He worked, uh, I want to say... Did you notice Doc? No, I didn't. He was the bad guy. Have you seen oh, any of he... Back to the Future? Yeah, yeah. Okay. He was the guy... I've seen all three of them, actually. Christopher Lloyd is Doc Brown. Okay. That's, yeah. That was Doc, that was uh, Judge Doom. Yeah. Judge Doom. It makes sense, <laughs> now that you mention it. <laughs> I can see that. Uh, he has a trope in it. He has a lot of tropes in his movies, obviously. But one of them being alcohol making one of the main characters lose their shit mm-hmm. like back to the future three they give doc brown that wake-up shot and it just causes him to go like bonkers yeah just spaz out and punch everybody in the bar in this they use that to save roger when he's about to get dipped in the bar they give him a double shot of whiskey and he like blows through the ceiling right which him letting uh 
Roger Rabbit at first didn't make sense to me. Okay. But he's a cartoon. Yeah. So we had to do it because that's what was yeah. funniest. Uh, well, he did the reverse psychology thing. That's yeah. Funny. No, I'm talking about Judge Doom letting him, like, okay, sure, I'll let him have a drink. Why? Oh, yeah. yeah Why would he let him have yeah, a drink? That was funny. Okay. <laughs> I'm like, no, but he, he was a cartoon, so he had to do it because that well, was funny. He yeah. got him with the <laughs> classic uh, rabbit season, duck season. Yes. Now. To get Roger to drink it, he's like, you don't want to drink He's like, don't tell me what to do. He drinks it and explodes. Um, yeah. We're near the end. We, I mean, we know Judge Doom is the bad guy. Mm-hmm. From the moment he steps on screen, he's super tall. It's all land black, development stuff. Like, uh, like a Grim Reaper, an Undertaker in the Old West. There's a lot of Old West fashion in this, and I wonder if they're like extras in Hollywood. Or if they actually dress that way. Like, the bar has a lot of cowboys. He looks like an undertaker. He's got those steampunk goggles he's wearing. He does, yeah. But a lot of his is because it's a costume, because he's a cartoon. Yes. As we've said. As we've said. He might. (laughs) We don't know which one, though. Yogi Bear. He's smarter than the average bear. Yeah, the he only Hanna Barbera cartoon is the is the the villain. It's Barney Rubble. <laughs> <laughs> the only thing we see about him is his eyes. Uh, and his and his hand, hands. his hands can morph. There was another person killed. It was his Acme was killed by a dropping safe, a falling safe. Yeah, and this which was also this guy. Pinpoint accuracy. So as far as we know, yeah. all murders that have been perpetrated, according to this movie, uh-huh. all murders that have been perpetrated by cartoons was Christopher Lloyd. Do you think they're actually trying to murder people? Because when you do it in Toontown, nobody dies. Nobody even gets hurt. I'm pretty sure they know. Christopher what Lloyd he knows what straight doing. up told those weasels to shoot yeah, and I'm he shot the guy in the back. When the two worlds first collided, there were a lot of tune-related deaths in the real world. <laughs> they were like, "What? Well, well, you can't do that." Oh, he's oh my god, <laughs> he's dead. His head came right off. There's blood everywhere. You do that to like Bugs Bunny. What do you mean? All I up. did was shoot him. <laughs> he took a buzz saw and cut him in half. He doesn't turn into two little people and run around. It's <laughs> like a Hellraiser scenario. <laughs> They're smushing them back together. <laughs> oh, did you see that uh, picture? Of the... That's why nobody goes to Toontown. <laughs> yeah, no, you can't die in Toontown. That's when they follow you back. <laughs> when the tunes follow you home. <laughs> oh, if you got a tune ghost in your house, that'd be terrifying. <laughs> like Casper follows you home. Hey, he wasn't in this. He might have an undead ghost tune. Might have been Christopher Lloyd. Uh, we find out the big plan is to take thousands of gallons of this dip into Toontown just and obliterate all it. Of it so he can make room for the freeway. Oh, just like Minesweeper hitting that one that clears the entire thing. Because nobody knows, like, there's no inter- interstate travel or. Yeah. Really. Uh, he wants. Time. He wants it to be a shiny, shimmery, eight lane freeway with parking lots, gas stations. Entire boutiques, you know, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the entire Route 4066. Now, let's get rid of Two in Town and replace it with New Mexico. Oof. <laughs> so, you, you know, I wasn't supposed to be here tonight for the showing. I was supposed to be down uh, having fun in Carlsbad doing some caving. <sighs> Let me tell you really quick about this. We're driving last night. We leave at 4 p.m., which is plenty of time. 
Uh, we were supposed to leave a little earlier, but we got new tires because we were like, oh, maybe bad weather. Mm-hmm. We got a new battery because we didn't want it to like not start in the cold. We hit uh, like just east of the mountains, the worst blizzard I've seen in the state ever hits. We're down to like 10 feet of visibility where you're having to follow a semi-trailer and almost can't see their headlights in front or their taillights in front of you. Mm. We finally pull into that small town Vaughn and go to the Allsup's. It has never been busier. Like 150 people were there because you couldn't see. Like even getting outside your car. The person who ran that gas snow. station hated it. <laughs> I don't think so because they were open 24 hours a day and also has fried food and sodas. No, I'm not. Ta- I'm not <laughs> talking about the person who owns it. Yeah, I'm talking about the person oh, who was there? working there that time. Oh yeah, yeah. At that they time. didn't make things. They were just like, oh. Fuck. <laughs> uh, so we ended up staying there for a couple of hours while the road was closed down. We did not get to Carlsbad. The fire crews eventually came and told everyone there that we were all going to City Hall to spend the night. So we slept in a gymnasium <laughs> with 150 other people. What's the gym like in Vaughn? Really nice. Uh, gotta say, it's really nice. It's uh, nice floors. We had plenty of blankets to sleep on. Cool. Got a good stage area. Uh, I kind of wanted to take a recording of the cacophony and variety of snores that were going on, <laughs> but all in all, good experience, and I'm glad they had a place for people to stay when it was cold out, because yeah. this was a freak accident storm. We drove back today at probably averaging 30 miles an hour. It took three or four hours Damn. to get back from there, and it shouldn't have. No. Oh, I've never seen it. It was so icy. That's so crazy. Icy. Luckily, it's mostly straight roads, so you can kind of inch along and feel careful. Mm-hmm. We were the only ones on the road. I was like, I'm not spending another night in a town that only has this Allsup's. Because <laughs> that's all that town has. Mm-hmm. I had an auditorium. Because you can get stuck in Encino. Oh, right? Yeah. We almost did. We pushed on a little further. It's a good thing you did. Yes. There's no gym there. <laughs> There's nothing there. <laughs> Alright, sorry, just a little bit, a little of, bit of New Mexico weekend. background yeah. for... <laughs> Talking about truck stops and gas stations for, as far as the eye can see. Um, but now we came back today, we didn't go to Spelunking, hopefully try and do that some other time. We had reservations for Slaughter Canyon, mm. which just sounds like the start of a horror movie. <laughs> so we're risking it already. Maybe Real torn up about it not being able to go. Yeah. <laughs> um... So we we find out he has this gigantic spraying machine. He's going to obliterate Toontown from this warehouse, which is adjacent to Toontown. Yes. Somehow. Uh, So mostly you can only get there through a tunnel. If this building is adjacent to it, somebody built that barrier. Yeah. Which means there's probably like a public space 10 feet over that just has a road into Toontown. (laughs) But he's got this warehouse there knocking down the wall, pushing through. The weasels are all there. Roger and Jessica are captured up on this big rope, and he's going to spray them first with a dip. And uh, Bob Hoskins comes through. He's been kind of tight-ass the whole movie. Not Doesn't like tunes at all. Doesn't ever laugh. Doesn't seem to enjoy himself. Always drinking on the job and off the job. He doesn't yeah. laugh even at the end. I don't nope. even know if he smiles. But No, no, he does. He kisses he does. Roger and smiles. And oh, laughs. okay, does he? Okay. But what happens is to kill these weasels to thwart the bad guys, he's got to put on a song and dance number. And he takes a cue from Roger in the, in the 
movie, when he was at the bar, he was doing the Marigold Round Broke Down, mm. and he has this, one of the, I don't know what this is called, this gigantic carnival machine that has, like, bells, whistles, drums, horns, but it's, like, bigger than my house, <laughs> and it plays music. Yeah. And it's beautiful. Yeah. I don't know what it's called. <laughs> A circus music car? Yeah. There you go. <laughs> uh, he turns it on to that song. You can play a variety of songs. Uh, could you pre-program it to play, like, I don't know, some sick metal? metal? Is that like, what you want? I want sit, that thing, like, roam around you the town playing sick metal. I don't want to drive it. That's too noisy. <laughs> but just, you know, pre-program it and drive it around for a while. <laughs> uh, he turns it on. He does a song about Roger. He's not a good singer. Like, no, no. How many tapes do you think it took to get this? I don't even think he was singing. He was just kind of saying And it still wasn't good. good. <laughs> it wasn't on key and it was out of time. Yeah. But he is really good at pratfall and physical comedy because he kills all the weasels. Yeah. Everyone has to be good at like, being physical because half the movie's green screen. <laughs> it was really fun, like, watching her, like, closely for, like, interacting with tunes and yes. shots. It's like, are they going to fuck up the movements? Yeah. That's the best part about the movie, is the interaction and how smooth it is. Like, at one point, Roger drops a handkerchief after blowing in it, and the guy immediately takes it from his hand and picks it up, and it's like, wow, that was that was cool. Yeah. The whole scene with Jessica Rabbit was hilarious when they introduced her, because, like, they're just interacting with nothing. Uh-huh. <laughs> Imagine it's a sexy lady. <laughs> Instead, it's some, like, office nerd in a green suit up there on stage with gigantic green cantaloupes under his shirt. <laughs> but, uh, he puts on the song and dance, and this is a this is a real Total Recall moment to harken back to one of our earlier episodes. He's this giant drill machine which is going forward. It's kind of like when Benny was going and they were trapped against the wall. Arnold and Sharon Stone, or not Sharon Stone, uh, Maria, I forget mm-hmm. what her, her actress's name was. I don't know. But yeah, Roger and uh, Jessica almost die several times during this. Because the weasels die, he gets control of the machine, and Christopher Lloyd comes in for the boss battle. Mm-hmm. The boss tune. I like how he leaves for his minions to get beaten and then immediately is back. Yeah. Well, you see him in the back wall, like going up that stupid little <laughs> slow elevator. <laughs> Just watching, like, no, he's just no, stuck on that just, elevator. Because the scene before he rides down on the zip, and he's just behind him. <laughs> oh, so he's, he's just stuck up. on the elevator, so like, like yeah. screaming at them, like, "No, you idiots!" Yeah. <laughs> but then, like, the next scene, two seconds later, he's just on the zip line. So, oh, I guess he jumped. He doesn't like laughing, too, like laughing. Yet he keeps. He, does, he hates tunes. Bandits, no, uh, Christopher Lloyd. Well, I know he hates tunes, but you'd think he'd get some lackeys that don't laugh. First, he had hyenas. Now he's got weasels that can't control it. Like, get what? It's all cartoons. You can find a group of animals that doesn't laugh, though. Like, yeah, if he's if he's like that, there's got to be somebody else. Yeah, like a group but of. Then it wouldn't be as funny. And he has to do what's the funniest. Oh, okay. <laughs> Tune law. I see. Um. Uh, he. Oh, he uh, gets run over by a bulldozer. And it's like, whoa, we've already had Mr. Maroon get shot and have squibs come out of his back. In a the PG- patty cake movie, scene. Or a PG movie. The, okay, the patty cake was the very scene, suggestive. The scene where she comes and uh, um, 
Bob Hoskins doesn't have his shirt on and his pants fall down. Uh-huh. The booby trap. The, bo- the, the booby, booby trap. trap. That was a good one. It's a bear uh, trap. PG-13. No PG. Oh, yeah, PG. And he gets fucking smushed by that. Well, we watched Christopher oh. Lloyd get slowly murdered by a, a steamroller. even more terrifying is whenever he re-inflates himself. Yeah. Uh-huh. And he gets up and he's like all squiggly and he's like... And he like blows back up. And he's like, oh. And then the big reveal comes. He's attuned because his fake eyes pop out, and he's like, "I'm the one who killed your brother." That like when I killed your brother line is pretty famous. I've heard that before, mm-hmm. and it's real scary. I remember right, a lot of people like seeing it. this as kids and like this being a very scary moment. Uh, it was pretty terrifying. <laughs> it was. His eyes were all red and flashing. His eyes were all moving off of his face model. And he's just like, this, this, he shows you, like, how terrifying it would be if you got chased down by a fucking cartoon that wanted to murder you. Mm-hmm. He's just like, here's my saw arm jumping on my springs <laughs> to, like, come and get ya. Oh. <laughs> Do you need a cartoon, like, horror movie? I wonder if in the book he's, like, a secret toon Nazi. Because he's wearing all black. He's like Gestapo, kind of. He was over and uh, doing some terrible things as a toon. Um, yeah, where's the prequel where we find out why he's a bad guy? Yeah, yeah. Like I said, I want to read the book and then I'll probably get back to you the podcast on it. But he takes his gloves off and he can morph and he makes like first a hammer. Hits Bob Hoskins so hard in the real Handbill. world in Handville that he flies 40 feet back into some boxes. This killed him. The problem is, though, is They're I think if you're using cartoon stuff, yeah. it doesn't have the same oh, effect. Yeah, so if he cut you with the toon saw, he would have turned into two people. <laughs> okay. Would <laughs> hmm. he have just but made, they like, can... a, I cut you down to size line? <laughs> yeah. Maybe two of him running? No, I definitely would have had to have killed him. Who knows? Um, We've never seen a toon thing interact with a person like, that would kill them. Because the, the thing the that got dropped on... was real. The safe was the real, safe yeah. Was real. The piano was real. The gun was real. Uh, he pulls out his buzzsaw hand and is moving really close. Bob Hoskins... There's a lot of callbacks in this movie. Yeah. He gets one of these hammers that's been shown before. It's a giant wooden hammer, but if I guess if you pull a button or push a trigger on it or something... Shoots a boxing glove. Yeah, one of those boxing gloves shoots 40 feet out. And this was unsafe the first time we saw this. One of the policemen was like, hey, Bob Hoskins, look at this. <laughs> it fires at three times at head level. This yeah. thing would have killed him. Maybe not. Maybe it's just tuned stuff and it would have beat the shit out of him and thrown him back. And, and it yeah. just would have been funny. And like, <laughs> no, it hits the lever, not the tune. Uh-huh. Sprays him down. He gets melted into a pile of goo. And Bob Hoskins like, well, I gotta get Jessica and... Uh, Roger down, so I'll just put all this shit dip into the ocean. <laughs> he turns on the water in the room. Flush it down into the sewer. And it just yeah. goes into the manhole. And it's like, oh, those poor fishes. I wonder those if there's any tuna fishes. fishes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they just melt in the ocean. Oh, gnarly. Uh, he saves Toontown. He finds the will that they've been looking for, and it was written in disappearing, disappearing ink. Reappearing ink. Yeah. Which was kind of funny, a twist. And Toontown is now left to the tunes. So, happy ending. Yep. He gets back together with the uh, bartender, who is known as the Floozy, with the two flat foots and a Floozy, which used to be their detective agency. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and he's going to take her to Catalina, like the vacation they had 20 million years ago when his brother was still oh, alive. Oh, isn't that so romantic? We <laughs> haven't know, been on a vacation. told you they dated. We haven't been on a vacation in like 20 years, so let's go to the exact same day trip we took 20 years ago. Yeah. <laughs> we just saved a world. <laughs> yeah. We think we could spring for something a little better, but whatever. <laughs> Maybe it's fun. Uh, so we were rewatching. The best Thanksgiving movie today. Plane, airplane. Plane, train, 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 airplane. Train, train, airplane. Airplane is not yeah, a Thanksgiving Planes, movie. Planes, trains, and automobiles. Planes, trains, and automobiles. And I had a question. Mm-hmm. This came to me. When Steve Martin's in the shower and he comes out and the bathroom's trashed, mm-hmm. did that happen while he was in the shower? Yeah. Oh, that bathroom is trashed. Mm-hmm. Okay. I always was wondering, like, how did he not hear that in the shower? Okay, that's all. That's it. Questions, concerns. <laughs> We're at fapcheck at gmail.com. Fapcheck at youtube.com. Facebook. Facebook. Uh, our other podcast, Amazeballs, can be found on the iTunes podcast uh, app. So keep listening. Yeah. Do yeah. it. Do it. Put it in your ear holes. <laughs> do you have a good have you this week? You said you My wanted man. to continue with some like have you and that oh. You got one? You can go um, first right now? Uh, I mean, there's only so many senses. Well, we don't have to do that. It could be like, have you tried this jacket? Yeah, that's for... <laughs> well, yeah, there you go. Have you drawn a cartoon? Ooh, like Roger Rabbit? You mean like animated cartoon? Right, drawn have... cartoon characters. Yeah. I mean, I you know I have. Yeah. Because I, I made a com- I made that comic book for college that one time. Yeah, I've drawn cartoons. I also made a comic book for college that one time. Have you drawn? <laughs> have you drawn? <laughs> Do you have a DeviantArt you want to share? Mm, no. Okay. Not really. Alright. Do you have a DeviantArt? Yeah, I do. Okay. Who doesn't have a DeviantArt? Me. <laughs> Get on that. <laughs> Alright, this has been Have You Seen with Ro- Who Framed Roger Rabbit. Uh, until next time, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. Bye.